Hi, everybody. Welcome to the SOS Salon Business Success Podcast, where we're building brands to survive and helping develop people to thrive. So there's always two parts to this podcast, one being looking at how your brand is connecting with your audience, and then looking at what you can do as a leader to be able to take it to the next level here. So I have a guest today, and I'm very excited to introduce to her, but let's go back and, and just touch base on what we're going to be talking about throughout the, the, the lifeline of the SOS Salon Building Podcast. So if we're, to, if, we're, if we're looking at the building the brands, you want to make sure that we're falling into what we call the SOS strategy here. And that is strategy and opportunity equals success. And I think we're sometimes confused by strategy when it comes to being business owners. And my guest today, April McDaniel, is really going to uh, reference that being a business owner is, and being business savvy and being business minded is sometimes can create more success for you than being a great uh, talent at what it is you do, whether that's hair, whether that's, you know, nails, lashes, anything like that. So she's going to talk a little bit about that. Plus she has an opportunity to share with you an upcoming event that's taking place um, that we'd love for you guys to participate in as well. So Strategy, opportunity, success. And part of that strategy that we talk about each and every week on the podcast is uh, under what we call the SUM framework. And it's sales, operation, mindset, marketing, and education. Now, last week, we talked a little bit about sales from that perspective. And we talked about how all roads lead to Rome, how all roads lead to sales. Well, that doesn't change here, even though our conversation is going to be more operationally driven um, in today's podcast, but you're going to see how all of these kind of tie together and that thread work of understanding sales operations, mindset, marketing, and education makes a huge impact to being able to say, what area do I need to focus on? Where am I missing the boat? Um, what lifelines are not in place in order for me to be able to survive? And in the operations category, there's a couple different arenas that we look at. And one of them is our leadership, really being able to lead our team that would fall under an operational category. The second area is looking at the strategy um, of when we can see something's not working, do we have the understanding of how to be able to fix it? And one of the areas of opportunity and what April specializes in being a, um, and, and help me out here, I wanna make sure I get your title right, um, April. Uh, you are a CPA with Copes Audi? I'm a CPA and it's Copes Audi. Odie, oh, Copsa Odie. Thank you for clarifying that. I think I've called it wrong for many, many years. Um, and obviously, yeah, uh, you know, a huge accounting firm, but they cater one of the one of the elements that they offer, and they cater to the beauty industry. So if you haven't heard of them, um, you may not be the ideal customer for them. But we want you to know who they are because April and her team are committed to bringing education forward no matter what your role is in this industry. And that's part of why we've invited them into the podcast today as well. So uh, second part of our, our podcast um, identity is always going to be looking at the 3C formula. And that 3C formula is making sure that we understand connection, compassion, and curiosity. Okay. So sometimes it's 
we may not have the answers when we see the problems. We may not know how to solve the problems always in our business, but I promise you there's somebody that you can connect with to help you understand the problems and not fear asking for help. It's a very compassionate approach to be able to say, I don't know uh, my numbers very well and I need help with that. And of course, having that understanding of being curious, what can I do to be better at this particular segment of my business? Um, is also going to get you far as well. And I know that April's, April and her team are dedicated to, to making sure that the information, the education is going out, but also to be able to cater to those, those, those ideal customers of hers, which would be salon owners that are in kind of an employee-based business in order to help and accommodate them, not only with their accounting, but their uh, uh, features, but also tax accounting as well. All right, so let's get started with the podcast here. I just want to reference the title of our podcast today, <laughs> you guys, is uh, Choose, Lifeboat or Yacht, okay? Lifeboat or Yacht. Now, doesn't matter whether you're in a lifeboat or whether you're in a yacht, if you have a holes in the boat, it's going to sink. So we have to be able to kind of look at that opportunity of what, where are the areas that we're missing? Where are the areas that are falling through the cracks and creating those leaks in our business systems that we're not either up to par on, we're ignoring, or we just don't have the wherewithal and the knowledge just yet in order to be able to fix them. Now, y'all remember Titanic, right? Everybody remembers the story of Titanic. And you also remember that one part where it's like, there's not enough boats by half if the boat sunk. But people were all under the assumption that the Titanic was unsinkable. Okay, this is where unsinkable Molly Brown expression came from, okay? They assumed that this big steel ship sailing across the seas was unsinkable. And of course, we all realized that that was not the case, but they didn't plan to ha have enough uh, lifeboats for half the people on the boat, which is why so many people perished in the story of Titanic. Now, the other part of it too, was that when they were trying to save the people, they went for women and children first. So if you're a guy, you're a dude, <laughs> <laughs> and you don't make it onto a lifeboat, you had everything working against you. And April's going to share with us today some tips to be able to say, okay, we want to make sure you're not just in the category of you can't get on, on the, a life preserver. We also want to make sure that you are not part of the category of just women and children only. We want everybody to be able to survive going forward in business at this point because we know that 2020 has been a little bit of a different year, okay? Um, I, and, and I think everybody at this point too, and I hope so, I hope everybody has seen some kind of silver lining in this year. Um, yes, we've struggled. Yes, we've worried about our businesses. We've worried about our family. We've worried about our health. We've worried about our communities, our country. Um, but I hope everybody has found some type of silver lining in this. And, and I, wanna, I, I really want to say and I want to believe that someone like April with the knowledge that she has um, within the, uh, the organization she works for is that she could be a silver lining for you to be able to see things that maybe you don't see for yourself or to help you overcome the fear of knowing your numbers here. So what is your plan to survive and how will you survive this sinking ship? Cause you know, I'm working with a lot of clients right now and honestly, I, I do, I do feel for them and I fear for them 
because the way that we have to do business moving forward is quite different than the way we've done business before. And I'm not talking about pre-COVID, okay? I'm talking about for the last five years, if you have not adapted to doing business, utilizing technology, utilizing um, an understanding of, of how technology can work for you, then you are actually, you're behind the vote a little bit and what you need to be doing. So we're gonna look at, you know, what are these holes that, um, that are happening in your boat here? Is it you, you know, are you one of the holes that you're just afraid to step up and, and make things happen? Um, is, it, is it a lack of clients? Is it a lack of staff? Is it a lack of systems? Maybe it's not knowing exactly where you stand. Maybe it's fear of even looking at your numbers. Maybe you're not even sure how to run reports on your numbers. And all of that combined together goes somewhere between the span of, I financially don't know if I'm going to survive in business for how long. And I emotionally am fearful of trying to do something different. And we want to be able to bridge that gap for you so that you can at least get started in one area um, to be able to make a change. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to turn it over now to my guest. And that's April McDaniel from COPSA. Odie. Odie. <laughs> Did I say it wrong or right? It's Odie. Odie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm writing it down. O T. Okay. <laughs> okay. Got Thank it you. down. All right. So I'm going to turn this over. I'm going to stop the share screen, you guys, for those of you that have watching this on video. Um, and we're going to let April give us some insight about what we need to know um, to keep our head above water. Well, thanks, Bonnie. I don't know if I can follow that introduction. I hope I can. Um, you know, you said a lot of things that are, I feel like are just right on and we're feeling it with our clients. We are, um, honored to be part of the beauty industry. We've been working in the beauty industry for an extremely long time and work with clients in 43 states across the country. So this isn't something that's just happening where you're at or where I'm at. Um, it's everywhere. And I think, you know, what, what I'm going to talk about today, it's not rocket science, really. You know, if you think about your statement, or do you want to be in a lifeboat or a yacht? You know, if we really think about that, we have the opportunity to make that choice in every part of our lives, right? Not just whether it's our, our work life, our home life, um, you know, no matter what it is, our, our relationship with our friends, you know, we can be really great or we can just be floating along in a lifeboat and I think one of the things are, that um, came from COVID-19 is that we've all had an opportunity to think about where we're at and, and really where we want to be and one of the things that we pride ourselves here at COPSA Odi with is being a teacher and being able to communicate with people the why you know why do I need to spend time getting to know my business numbers. And you know why, why is that important? Um, really, it all interconnects with each other. If things are going okay at work, they're going to go better at home. And if things are going better at home, they're going to go better at work. And so, you know, and I, one of the wonderful things about the beauty industry, I think, is the networking. You know, there really isn't any reason for anyone to recreate the wheel at anything because everybody's so willing to share and you know that's one thing here too um while you mentioned bonnie that we do have an ideal client that we work with and we we just don't work with everybody but we are willing to help about anyone 
And that's part of my efforts here with your, you know, with the podcast is making sure to get out there to anyone in the beauty industry that wants to learn about being a business person. And the reason why it's important to know your numbers, that they can take an opportunity to listen to this. Um, now you mentioned it, we have it coming up here. Actually it's on Monday, November 16th. Uh, you'll be promoting it, we'll be promoting it. And it is a webcast or a webinar. Um, and we're gonna talk about the snowball effect. Um, now I'm in Nebraska, it's actually snowing here right now. <laughs> uh, I realize there's a lot of places that aren't, but what we're gonna talk about is this dilemma that's going on with booth and suite rentals and employee-based salons. And we're gonna talk about how it really all just comes back to numbers and, and your people um, and what, what works for you and for your, for your team. So I'm looking forward to that. I know that um, you're looking forward to that. And some of the things I'm gonna talk about today will be available in a free download um, after that uh, web webinar. So, so keep that in mind. So if you're okay, Bonnie, I'm just gonna start digging right into this content. Is that okay? Absolutely. Yeah. Cause I know that you were going to be bringing like seven tips for us today. Yeah. 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 So let's just, let's just start right into it. And this is all about making sure that you're on a boat or a ship that's going to get you to be the best business person that you can be and that you're successful at it. So, you know, what the unfortunate thing is that we see a lot of times is that there are many instances where business owners just don't have time. And certainly in the salon industry where you're balancing probably from being behind the chair and managing your business, it's really hard to be really great at everything. And so unfortunately we meet a lot of salon owners that maybe they've been around for a really long time. And over the, over time, there's been times when they've been really good at business and other times when they've been really good at and not so good at business. So I'm going to try to give some key tips here where you could be a really great business person. I think just by way of being on this call and listening to this podcast, I think is a really great way to start, you know, talking to your friends, being part of groups, um, and, and understanding that you may not know all the answers, but there are a lot of people out there that are willing to help you. Um, and so do that, take advantage of that, hire a coach, hire somebody in your industry that knows the business. You know, uh, we like to say a monkey can do a tax return. Um, and they can, you know, you can use um, all kinds of software to do a tax return, but that, that software may not be able to help you um, tax plan and, and figure out how to pay the least amount of taxes possible. So find somebody in your industry to help you. That might not be COPSA OD and that's okay, but it's really important to, to find someone that's willing to teach you and tell you the whys of how to do things in a business. I think it's important to write things down. Um, you know, if you think about it, again, let's go back to just life in general. If you have a written plan on the things and the goals that you want to do and the things that you want to accomplish, it's almost like the start of a roadmap, right? And so you can find your way there. But if you never write it down, how do you expect to ever accomplish it? So, you know, if a goal for you is that you want to be a salon owner and have a team of 50, write it down. And when work with someone to figure out how to get there, if you're a stylist and your goal is to be on your own and have a business someday, write it down. And I think the best way to get there then is to start walking backwards from that to figure out what are the steps that you need to take. Um, 
you know, and, and really what happens from that goal is having a business plan. So, you know, there's all different th kinds of things that are really, really important. Bonnie, you mentioned, you know, your, your team and maybe not having the clients right now, maybe having employees that want to leave. Um, I like to look at each of those things as opportunities versus thinking, oh, geez, what's happened to my clients? So let's think about ways to connect with those clients. Let's use technology to connect with those clients. There's a lot of great technology out there to do that. And if you have an idea of how many clients that you connect, can connect with and get into your chair, then you can figure out from there, okay, what's your average ticket price? Okay, how many times you're gonna get those people to come into your chair every, you know, every six weeks? Is it every eight weeks? What are you providing in services? And so if you think about what I'm going through here is you can start building a budget from that. Um, you know, start at the ground and, and work to figure that out. I would also say that you probably have some folks there that work with you that are on your team that are interested in being a part of that. And I can tell you one thing here at Coxa Odi is that I'm much more engaged in things if I'm involved in planning them. So it's really, really important to do that. Involve your team in that. You know, think about, um, keep up, think about putting together a cash flow budget, include them in it, talk to them about it. You know, they need to understand the importance of having inventory, the importance of managing that inventory. And as a business person, you need to understand the importance of knowing how much inventory you have on the shelf and what it takes to provide services. So for example, if we think about a key performance indicator, you should know what it costs to provide color service. You should know what it costs to do somebody's nails. And um, you know, my hope for you is that you're not running to the supply house every day in order to do your clients that day. My hope is that you have a good plan in place so that you know what you need for the week. Because to me, I think that's stressful. It's, it would be stressful for me to think that I had to run to the supply house every day to do those things. But if you know your numbers, if you know how many clients you're going to see that week, what services you're going to provide, then it's easier to plan for that. This also means that you have to have a little bit of cash flow, right? Because you have to be able to go out and you have to buy that inventory. So set up a plan, figure out how much you need to have set back in order to do that. I, you also need to really think about partnering up with someone that can help you with your financial statements. Uh, QuickBooks is a great software. It's a great accounting software. It's fairly intuitive and they have great people to help you even just through the QuickBooks um, hotline. But you need to know how to put information into that system to be able to run your financial statements. But if you can have good financial statements, you can manage your numbers a little bit better. So think about that. There are great bookkeepers that have experience in your industry if you don't have the time or the expertise or maybe the drive to do that. But you do need to have someone or yourself um, keeping track of those things. There's another really big risk I think that's out there for salon owners that you need to consider. And to be a business person, you really have to keep these things in mind. You know what, there are a lot of regulatory agencies, right? You guys know you have the state boards that keep track of things. You have um, the Department of Labor, you know, keeping in mind that it's important that you understand how you pay your people um, and making sure you have a handbook to explain those things to your, to your team. A very 
a risky area, I think, for a lot of owners is hurrying that process, hurrying the process of putting a handbook together and not fully understanding the impact. Um, you know, you can sink your lifeboat pretty quickly if you do something wrong. And so I think it's really important for you to understand that. We're at COPES at OD, we are not Department of Labor Law specialists. We're certainly not. But we've been involved in the business enough to know that it's a pretty um, significant area for salon owners. You have to understand the overtime rules. You have to understand how to do a service charge, how to pay commission if you have a service charge. Um, how do you pay people when they're at hair shows if you require them to go to a hair show? And God help us, I hope we get to go to hair shows at some point here again soon, because I miss that travel and I miss seeing my friends. Um, you know, what are the minimum wage laws in your area? So, you know, these are things that if you're just coasting along on that lifeboat and you're not looking further ahead to the hopes of maybe being on that yacht someday, you could pretty easily sink and, and have, a, have trouble getting back. You know, I also think understanding your financial statements, understanding labor laws, having cash flow plans in place can help you with creating a really great salon or spa culture. If you understand and you can communicate those things to your team, it's a lot more difficult for them to uh, question where you're coming from when things come out. You know, let's say, for example, you're in California and the peace rate laws came out. If you've been open and honest with your team and you're talking to them about that, it's not going to be a surprise to them when things change. But if all of a sudden you're you know, springing on them something new, it might be very difficult for you to keep that boat going. So it's very important that you're open and that you're honest with them. I think that you, um, you know, as a salon owner uh, or, or a technician, you have the opportunity to uh, open the world up for yourselves greatly just by being that business person. Um, you have, there are a lot of people that are willing to help you. I know Bonnie's got a great coaching business. She's willing to help you. Um, you know, not just Copes at Odie, but there are a lot of other firms um, that are, are bookkeeping firms that can help you with the bookkeeping piece of it. Now, I have to be honest, I haven't seen another uh, tax firm out there that specializes in the industry, but certainly you could. Um, utilize our knowledge by signing up for our newsletter and I can get that information to Bonnie. Um, but if you just go to our website, copesodi.com, you can sign up for our newsletter. It's free. It's specialized for the salon industry and spa industry. And we'd welcome that. When new things come out, that's where we communicate with people. We have over, I think we're at 2,500 on our newsletter. Um, it's kind of our give back. And of course, if you're a client, you get a little bit extra information, but there's some really great information on that newsletter. So if I could kind of circle back and then I'll let, let you talk here, ask me questions, Bonnie. Um, you know, I would just communicate to um, the audience here today that you have to take your, um, your business and your personal life really very similar in that you have a choice every day to be great. And I think every single one of you can be a really great business person. But for some, it doesn't come naturally. Just like I couldn't color someone's hair and I couldn't do someone's nails, um, I would guess that many of you maybe aren't comfortable with a balance sheet or with a financial statement or a tax return. Find those people and align with them. Network. Don't recreate the wheel. Um, there's tons of people available to help you. And uh, please, um, 
please listen to our podcast coming up, or excuse me, our webinar coming up, where we're going to get more, get deeper into this information. And um, let, I just want you to know that we're here at COPSA OD. We're thinking of everybody in the industry, and we're excited for what's to come. We think that this um, COVID-19 pandemic has brought on some wonderful opportunities for your industry. I agree. I agree. I think mm -hmm. that there has been. And, you know, I liked the way you started it out, um, April, that it's like we've had time to think about where we are and where we want to be. Mm -hmm. And certainly I, I, I believe that everybody has kind of processed some of that information. And if you're not where you want to be, find the help and support to get you where you need to go. Mm -hmm. And look at those areas of opportunities. You know, I, I say to my clients when um, let, let's say that they, they, they take advantage of a free call that I have to offer to be able to see, is this an ideal client for me? Um, and I, am I an ideal coach for them? And I'll listen to where they feel as though they might need that kind of support um, to get to where they want to go. And a lot of times, you know, they, they say, well, you know, I think I need to get my finances in order. And I'll say, okay, but right now, where is your business? Is your business busy, semi-busy, not busy? You know, mm -hmm. are you concerned that you don't have enough clients even walking in the door? Mm -hmm. And if they answer that question in a particular way, I'll guide them as to maybe where, you know, whether I'd be the coach for them. Because if, if they're, you know, well into, uh, you know, having been in business for a while, they feel as maybe they're losing their staff. It's not about clients. It's that they can't find the right staff. Um, then I might say you need to you need to work with a coach that is going to help you with finances or you need to get with a company that can help you financially see where you stand right now because you might be decreasing in sales volume. Mm -hmm. the truth is, is though, I think anything like I started out in saying is sales will lead you to some sort of success. And when you feel as though you have a healthy business based on the number, right number of staff, the right number of clients, then you can take on these other adventures that you uh, in in focusing and figuring out. Can I hire out? Can I get somebody to help me with the bookkeeping? Can I get somebody to help me with my accounting? Can I get somebody to help me, you know, create that plan and design that? And I know that this webinar that you have coming up is uh, pretty pretty exciting, and I'll, I'm going to share a little bit more about that with you guys um, in the end, and then I'll make sure that the link to sign up for the webinar is in this here. So uh, at the end of every podcast, I like to do a little call to action. And I loved how uh, what I kind of said tied in perfectly with what you said as well. And she started, April started out, said, think where you are and where you want to go and write it down, write it down. Okay. Cause it, there's power in writing it down. And I always say, you got to do the big fat data dump. Okay. All the ideas that you have, write them down. Um, you know, if you're a $1 million salon and you want to get to $2 million, write down, I want to be a $2 million salon. Maybe you don't know what it's going to take to get you from one to two, but then continue to keep writing down all the ideas that you have. Then you need to kind of flush out the big data dump and you need to narrow in on a few key strong points that you believe will create that pathway for you. And look at what the fix, you know, what's the fix? Sometimes it's not do more of this or do more of that. Sometimes it's fix something first so that you can do more of this and do more of that. And that might mean your numbers, like really having an ideal overview of where your numbers sit. Are you within industry standards of, 
um, from a budget standpoint of where you're spending the money. Is your overhead on staff too high or products uh, purchases too high? that it's not giving you that flexibility to maybe get to that next level and you know understanding where the fix is and then also what category is that fix in and i say category by sales operation mindset marketing and education you know maybe you need more education in your salon and that's the category you want to invest in but can you financially invest in more education based on where your budget is right now and then of course get buy-in get buy-in from the people that mean the most to you whether that's your team you know your partners the people that may that that make sense to be able to ask you all this information um, and then of course build that plan of action like april said get the plan going down here get the plan of action going in um, so April, this webinar on November 16th, right? I got the date right? Yes. November, November 16th. Mm -hmm. uh, it's free to sign up, correct? Yes, it sure is. Okay. Well, here's, here's what she called it. And I love this. We're talking about boats in summertime because that's kind of like my ideal um, uh, season. And she's called this the snowball effect. And certainly it's not snowing here in Atlanta, but I did see that big storm that was heading across the, uh, the plains there that you are a part of. Mm -hmm. The snowball effect, the, the booth suite dilemma. And, and I'm going to add this part into it here, how it's altering the future of salons. Oh, yeah. Because that's what we're up against. We're up against the fact that people believe, and I've heard this mentioned three times last week, listening to another type of podcast webinar, uh, hearing it secondhand from one of my clients and then hearing it again directly from, you know, somebody that I believe has a very savvy business uh, mindset in the industry. And they all believe that this employee-based salon business is, um, doesn't have a future. I, I kind of disagree with that. I disagree with that because I still believe there has to be that place that, makes the most sense. I still believe that there's a lot of people that like to come and do the creative part of our industry, but not have to manage all the business part of their industry. And those are the ideal employee type um, personnel mm -hmm. that we want to have. Mm -hmm. I also understand that there's a lot of people that want to, to, to have their own thing. Um, and, you know, maybe the have their own thing is not a big salon in the future. Maybe it's that independent suite thing, but you're going to talk about, um, how there's a lot of this landscape has changed over the years, but certainly with the pandemic, it's kind of increased. Mm -hmm. um, and owners are questioning their current business model, whether it's commission or hourly. And employees are thinking that there's uh, grass is greener on the other side. And this is the conversation you're going to be having, right? Yeah, I am. And I, you know, I'm with you. I'm on your side of the park, but I, you know, I, I don't think that it's going away. Um, I, I have to believe that not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur, that um, there, there is a process involved in being a business person, um, from the legalities to the accounting to the tax to, to managing uh, your schedule. And I think that oftentimes when folks start thinking about, you know, going, um, going out on their own or you may, maybe even transitioning their current salon into a different type of business model, they forget about all the things that make where they're at wonderful. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think about, you know, even just myself, Bonnie, you know, I'm an employee at Hopesa Odie. And I love that I'm an employee because they make sure that my schedule is full. Um, I don't have to do that. 
Um, I have a paycheck. Um, my paycheck is not dependent upon whether, um, you know, if I come into work and I'm working on things like this with you today, Bonnie, or if I'm working with a client. Um, yeah. You know, there's just so many things that I think people don't think about. And, and we're going to dive into it. We're going to dive into it really from both sides of things. But I, I think that there's an opportunity for someone who does want to be an entrepreneur um, to really get their fix within an employee-based salon too, if that's what they want. So mm-hmm. yeah. I'm really excited about it. I think I, it's going to be good. I think it's going to be a great conversation. So I'm imagining then April that the ideal people to show up to for this webinar would be salon owners because there's a fear right now that yeah. with them, you know, determining Am I going to be able to maintain my staff? Am I going to be able to even continue to get new staff to stay relevant in the future? But also to stylists that might really need a bit more of that business savvy conversation that you're going to offer of, is it really the right choice for you to make to leave and go out on your own in this booth or suite um, type of opportunity here. So I know you're going to talk about how to prevent this snowball effect. I know that there's one myth that you're going to expose that most stylists think and most owners fear. Um, I also think that then you're going to talk about a strategy, right? To be able to, no matter what role you are in, in this industry, this strategy is going to help you evaluate, um, your level of success in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really excited. It's going to be great. Perfect. Okay, happy. you guys. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna put the link in um in the uh, in the in the 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 write up of this podcast. So you'll be able to see it in the write up. Plus, we'll share it uh, socially, of course, and you'll see some of the marketing that uh, April and I. Because I'm gonna help her promote this event because I think it's a conversation that we need to be having right now. Um, and as always. Um, April's the one that's going to bring it forth for us because she's really going to come from that business mindset um, for all of us in this industry that I think we need to hear. So April, thanks for being on today. Thanks, Bonnie. Always a pleasure. Yeah, perfect. All right, you guys, so more to come. Stay with us next week because as we kind of progress down our strategy, our SOS strategy, next week we're going to be talking about mindset. And again, I'll bring up Uh, this very webinar as well so that you guys can uh, participate in it because here's the mindset we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the the lack of action that we take because we fear doing something different and how to be able to overcome that fear to really look at it. You know, I I got clients all day long that say, oh, I just don't look at my numbers because I don't want to know where I stand. Um, And of course, I encourage them, you need to look at your numbers and you need to know where you stand. (laughs) It's into the benefit for everybody and your community too. You know, your community Mm -hmm. depends on you to be there as well. Very, all right, you guys, thanks for joining us in the SOS Salon um, Business Podcast and we will see you next week. Thanks, April. Thanks, Bonnie. Bye, everybody.